0: Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes, thanks for joining me. Just gonna talk about consumer behavior this time. It's the middle of summer, there's not a lot going on, but there is a little historical context we can review. Quick look at the numbers. ISM, the survey, the manufacturing survey, uh, dropped a little tiny bit, down to 59. Remember, anything above 50 is still expanding in manufacturing. The non-manufacturing survey set another record, 64 above. It's doing great. Services are picking up faster than manufacturing as it's back adjusting, dealing with poor supply chains. And what are we gonna do now? First estimate of GDP for the second quarter, six and a half. This could have been a lot higher. It will probably adjust up in the next couple estimates. Still a good number, positive number. There's a little inflation in the system, the PCE's at three and a half. Quick look at the unemployment claims, the initial claims, look at a year ago. Yeah, they were a little higher. They've come down a lot. The majority of the bad part of this unemployment cycle, of this very bad cycle, is winding down in a substantive way. A lot of states have ended their supplemental unemployment benefits. The feds are talking about doing the same thing. Interestingly enough, 975,000 new jobs last month, well, people are actually going to get them. Interest rates went down a little bit more, a little tiny bond rally, oil has come down. These are fundamentally, well, good numbers, academically good numbers. It's a lot of non-academic too. You look at consumer spending and this is a great one. Some people will tell you, wow, revolving debt, that's the red, those are credit cards. Boy, it's really shot up, hasn't it? You know, that's going to be bad. Well, spending is back where it was. Spending is recovering. Yes, they're using a lot of their credit cards. It is a good medium for them. But you look at the actual numbers. Yes, spending is way up. This is from Capital One. Balances are averaging down. It is a cross-section of what part of the economy is using their credit card, what part of the economy is not. The upper part of the economy is... uh, being prudent, they're hanging on to their money, they are spending okay, spending is just fine, GDP numbers are fine. Uh, They're just not leaving balances, they're paying the balances off. They're not accumulating consumer debt, nothing like it was in the 80s and 90s. You've seen this chart before, total debt. Down at the bottom, mortgage numbers, they have gotten a little bit higher than they were in 08. Considering the booming prices of real estate, you'd think this number would be much higher than it is. But again, you know a lot of these deals are cash. They're not accumulating new debt. They're taking profits elsewhere, transferring them. Uh, no bubbles in the real estate market. The only issue up here that is unresolved, which is still in forbearance, is student loans. It's difficult to predict what the government, and it'll very likely be Congress, What they're going to do with the student loans, it's a big number. It is a very politically volatile number. There's a lot of issues at root here, along with the other one that is brewing right now, and that's rent. Rent is completely unresolved. You're thinking at times when the lights were out, there'd be a lot more bankruptcies and foreclosures. Well, they're really not. There has been a moratorium on foreclosures a lot of that has wound down, but we've discussed several times that there never really got bad numbers in that because the people that own their homes didn't want to lose them. So they did what was necessary to make sure they made their mortgage payments. That isn't a big number. We are going to have a big correction once more of this stuff is resolved. I think it'll be very short term, but bankruptcies haven't exploded either. They are way down. It's nothing like the economic cleansing that we needed in the Great Recession in 08. It is going to be a little bump. We had a little bump, shortest recession on record. We're going to have a little bump, probably the shortest and smallest inflation cycle on record. It's just going to be following the numbers. It's not like we have drivers out there like fuel or out-of-control energy expenses or whatever it is. Even when rent starts to get resolved, even when the evictions start to get resolved and the ramifications of that, there's going to be a little bubble in the rent numbers and the equivalent rent numbers not going to last long. There's going to be a little inflation in rent. That's going to, some of it's going to be buildings trying to recover what they lost if Congress doesn't do something about that. But that won't last. Uh, it is simply going to be a little blip. Now, on the corporate side of things, we've talked about corporate profits before. They are very robust, two plus trillion, again. And it's not just specialized areas. It's all across the board in the S&P 500 with some exceptions. You look at the margins, they are very robust. They've been very healthy for the last five or six years. I don't believe that's going to change. Corporate America is adjusting in the background, replacing some business they used to do with China and a couple of other importers, and adjusting to the supply chain problems. Fundamentally, manufacturing is going to do very well, probably for the next 18 months. U.S. GDP is going to do very well for the next 18 months. In many ways because of this. This is the inventory number. This is not just low inventories because they sold all the new cars. This is low inventories everywhere. The supply chain problem has made things more rare. The supply chain problem has made things like chips for cars make new cars hard to find. When inventories are this low, manufacturing is going to build those inventories up to a better level. It's gonna take them a little while. We're at the end of summer, school supplies, and Christmas is brewing right on the horizon. They are going to have to make up for this gap. And it's going to reflect in pretty good profits and good margins for the foreseeable future. Finally, a couple of questions on, gee, haven't the states been hurt with all of this? I've talked about this before. A lot of the states, and this is across the board, April last year took a hit down. They recovered very quickly. By July, they were back up almost to where they were before and have not had any issues since then. A lot of rumors of fears that state governments were going to suffer through the lights being shut out just like a lot of individuals have. That has not been the case. State governments have built their reserves back pretty well. When and if this infrastructure bill gets through Congress, there's going to be a fair amount of the debt for it being dumped back on the states because they have lots of room to issue new bonds. They have fairly decent budgets. Well, they're not all in surplus, but the deficits aren't that bad. So they'll issue new bonds and get some of this stuff rolling themselves. Another question was, gee, is there a lot of economic drama out there right now that isn't being told? Well, in a nice way, no. Just about everything here is good news. There aren't any mysterious objects out there that are forming into a big, burstable bubble. Earnings are good. Income is fine. Spending is doing great. The lower part of the economy is getting back to work because they have to. And as we adjust, and I'll say by January next year, we should have the student loan thing at least in discussion, and the rent and eviction issue should be resolved by then. Meanwhile, I don't believe for a minute that the markets are gonna have anything other than maybe a quick correction, won't last long. Well, thanks for joining me. Uh, as always, any questions, send them along to info at And I'll see you in a couple of weeks.